SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Song is on my page on the viewpoint. Kana Uchema, Mama Yvonne Chaga Chaga. Good evening, everybody. This is indeed me being back on my seat because I had the genuine fear we are not to take over. I would, on a permanent basis, be usurped. So wonderful the conversation was first that I had with Mele Wuhan Ramafogo and then the conversation more especially she would have had with her guest, Me Matsilo Mutsei. Thank you so much again, Bomamabam, for a wonderful conversation. You shall be back. It's a question of when, not even that of if. But because it's a Tuesday at this time, hashtag African narrative is upon us and we're talking about the trucking industry and what is happening there. The president of the Truckers Association of South Africa, Mary Padi, is on the line to talk to us. First of all, what is going on? What are the conversations they are having as an association? Because right now, irrespective of what may be, this conversation then becomes not just a trade conversation, not just a labor conversation. It becomes a national security question. And it has got some serious diplomatic consequences or potential consequences anyway, given the fact that it is predicated on something far deeper than what, generally speaking, we care to admit for ourselves. Race, racism, xenophobia, tribalism, call it what you will, is certainly an ism of kind that South Africa is better off without it. Or, if it has to have it, it better have a conversation as to how to get rid of it. All the while, African narrative then, the trucking industry at war. We're talking about the unrests in the trucking industry. Zooming in on the fight between SA truck drivers and foreign national truck drivers, as well as South African communities who taught or caused to be torched these trucks and the fact that they're always just sitting ducks to be hijacked. Is there scarcity of skills in and among South African truck drivers? What are the skills required such that we need people outside the country to be driving those trucks? Some of the nuances to this question, I have no particular view one way or the other on this. It really is a conversation for South Africans to have. Mepadi, you're on the line. Good evening. Mary Party, good evening, Mama. Good evening. How are you? I'm fine in you and the SAFM listeners. SAFM listeners are great. I'm also great. How concerned are you with what is going on in the trucking industry? Because there are so many challenges to this that have consequences elsewhere. But specifically for yourselves as an association, what are your foremost concerns as I've just confirmed the state of the industry and the pressures it's now currently under? Um, you know, indeed, the life of the drivers, you know, the the touching of trucks, the uncertainty as to we are not sure. Um, this evening, you know, our members have stopped the trucks, all of them. Uh, the delay that we are going to take, the possibility of not, uh, you know, making sure that the goods arrive uh, to the destiny at the right time. So we are really concerned. 
well, where does that concern stem from? Where is it going? What are you doing as an association to try and stem the concern? A concern on its own is not worth much, is it? Um, we have spoken to the, you know, the ATDF. We've been engaging them for, for the past uh, two years. And, um, you know, yesterday they've distanced themselves from the, you know, torching of trucks. And uh, we are trying to find out exactly how we can resolve this issue, you know, as a net of agents. But we cannot do much because it involves the, you know, your Department of Labor, the Department of Transport, um, and, and, and the community at large. We, we need to help them with the bargaining council as well. Okay, let's go back a bit. The, 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 the key concern here are South Africans and South African truck drivers in the main. I mean, I'm talking about the All Truck Drivers Foundation who have issued this ultimatum that says foreign truck drivers must vacate their jobs at the beginning of December or face, or face mass disruptions. Beginning of December is next week. So there are some serious time frames to have to consider here. Also, given what we know is currently happening, we know the heightened emotions and the threats are certainly not just threats and no more. There are threats that are actually being carried out as we speak. What mm-hmm. do you make first of that threat and how then do you reconcile this very rooted position by the local South Africans to the foreign truck drivers? Look, we 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 are speaking to our members. We are engaging with them. You know, we are not sleeping. Um, you know, last night, midnight, uh, with the truck burning early hours with a person that is a driver that, you know, that, that bends in battle, you know, things are not, um, you know, easy for us. We are, we are doing our best that we can do. We are trying to say to the, you know, the employers, other employers within the association to say, you know, make sure that you, you balance uh, the concerns of the drivers. And because the drivers are telling us this is not a rest skill, and why are you employing the foreign drivers? And then we are saying that, you know, as long as the person has got a permit to work in a certain country, so they've got the right to be employed. But on the other hand, um, you know, we are saying let's, let's meet them halfway so that this matter can be resolved as a matter of agency. But none of this is happening now for the first time. The conversation for anybody who's remotely interested in this line of trade in logistics would know this tension has been here for quite some time. And the question is, as the association, what has been the conversation that has been happening for as long so as to ultimately try and avoid what is being threatened? I'm asking this question because right now the threat that is being talked of to happen next week is already taking place. People are losing their lives. Trucks are being burnt. Communities are looting trucks. Truck drivers are dying. There's clearly mm-hmm. the xenophobic element within it. It can't potentially get worse only for numbers to increase. Otherwise, the war is already mm-hmm. on. How did we get to this point is the question. Look, we, we, we are not ignoring this matter. Um, we are taking it very serious. Since 28, we've been, you know, uh, saying to the you know, companies, make sure that, you know, you, 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 you balance this problem, you know. Engage with you, with your drivers. You know, try by all means and make sure that you know. They, 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 let me put it this way: the Department of mm. Labor is saying that you know, um, um, 17% of the foreign people can be employed in South Africa. And then um, on the on the other hand, we are still stuck with a situation whereby you know there are companies that are still not changing their mind. 
in terms of feeling that they need on, not only but to accommodate South African drivers. So it's something that we've been talking to them about, you know, but it is difficult. The person will tell you that this is my company. I do whatever that I want to do with, with my company. Hence, our association took a, a further step of saying, let us regulate this industry. And the Minister of Transport is ignoring our call. He's not listening to us because we are saying that the minute you regulate the industry, you are going to be able to facilitate and be able to tell who is where and how are things done, which company is managing the certain number of trucks, access to the company. Because at the moment, even the Department of Labor is not visiting you know, our companies. They are not. Um, you know, I, don't, I don't recall when last I saw a person coming to say, we are here to, to check what is happening. But we are sitting with the matter. We cannot do anything without the government assisting us to make sure that things are, are, must run smooth. Remember, we can't speak as an association. We can't tell the, the, the government what is it that they need to do. But if they don't take action to that, we are as well making noise because we are saying that regulate, let's stop these imbalances because as long as it is there, there are people that will have powers over other companies and they will do as they like. But if you regulate these things, everybody will fall under, under the same policy and you'll be able to manage them very well. I'm interested in the regulatory aspect to which you refer that uh, Figile Mbalula, the Minister of Transport, is not responding to. Perhaps after this caller that's coming through from our regular in Cape Town, his name is Colin. Colin is going to call us and have his say. Please respond to Colin and then we'll get back on the saddle, as it were, in relation to this question that I'm posing. And for those at home, there's just under ten, there are just under 10 minutes left of this conversation, so please do participate. South Africa, truck drivers, a conversation with a very xenophobic tone aspect to it. Colin, good evening. Good evening, Sir Gizel. Mm. And good evening to your guest. Indeed. You know, I, I, I listen to your station in the mornings every day, and they were talking about traffic, uh, truck drivers and xenophobia and this and that, and we had so many of our own Africans living in our own country that condemned the Africa, Africans from other parts of the country or other parts of the world, you know what I mean? You know, Zagaza, I would like your guest to tell me for every truck that's overturned, accidents, blockades, and those things, are, are the foreign drivers involved in it or are the South African drivers involved? Now, the thing is this. They talk about xenophobia. Xenophobia is, you, you cannot say xenophobia is between whites and blacks and blacks. Xenophobia to me is, is a hatred. If you don't like somebody going forward and you can't go forward, you go backwards, then it becomes a, like a hatred. Now, these foreign national drivers they are more safe on our roads driving four five six million rands with the trucks than what our own south african blacks are driving a taxi with 20 people in a taxi's got four wheels but a truck has got 18 wheels 
And these guys, now, I want the stats in South Africa, the Minister of Transport, to say how many foreigners were involved in road accidents and how many South African drivers were involved with accidents. So we South African black people must not be jealous if a foreigner can drive a truck safely to a destination from one point to another point without crashing and overturning and losing his load. I listened to uh, uh, on Stephen Hooters in the morning. You have to wrap up, please. Hello? You have to wrap up, please. We have more callers. Yes, I listen every every day on the, on the news. There are trucks overturned at Snake Road, Snake uh, in Durban, KwaZulu-Natal. A truck lost its load. This sheep is falling all over. Chickens and things Let's like move it. on. Colin, we've got the point. We've got the point. Let's go to William in the Free State. We really have to get going. It's 23 minutes past. We've got just under seven minutes to go, please, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be concerned with William. You, thank, you, thank you so much. I'll be quick. I just want to say this problem is not only in truck drivers. This problem is far deeper in, the, in this country. It's, we find it in the hotel industry, in restaurant industry. So the problem is, is that is the, is the owners, these war owners, I don't know whether the majority, majority is white, they, they, they don't employ the South Africans. But that's going to have a, a huge impact, negative impact on the, on the economy of this country. And there's so many people who, who, are, who are jobless, who can feel those things. But it's a lie that, that people don't want to do, 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 those, do those jobs. So... I blame the employers. So that's what I wanted to say, sir. But this far much deeper. It's industry, uh, hotel industry, and in the restaurants. They don't play, uh, they don't employ South Africans. Indeed, the, employ, the employer's autonomy to do what they will. They have a right to trade and to employ whoever they want as long as that person is here legally. It's a conversation that is very nuanced. Following on that on accidents caused as a question of skill, so says Colin in Cape Town. Final call, Dan in Ferrienachen. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Songezo. How are you? Well, sir, please go ahead. I'm, I'm good, thank you. Uh, Songezo, I just want to respond to the caller before this one. Colin, yes. Uh, yeah, that particular caller, it is for such people uh, who are commenting so recklessly without even counting their ways to say the foreigners are much better than us because they are not causing the accidents. But we know and we have seen previously that in many accidents, truck accidents that have occurred in the country, they have been caused by the foreigners and most of them, uh, are not even accounted for because those who were driving, they just ran away. They just vanished because they were not documented to be in the country. And point number two that I want to respond to is the same uh, uh, comment that you are making that each and every person, is, if he's properly documented, has got a right to be employed in the country. That, could, that cannot be correct. We are having the laws that are governing the employment of the foreigners. And I can tell you that all the foreign countries, your Namibia, Zimbabwe, uh, uh, all of them, they are very clear on their employment, uh, foreign employment uh, policies to say 
they are jobs are only for their civilians. But in South Africa, it's a totally different uh, scenario. But we also have the law that is actually governing the employment of the foreigners. And uh, I have put it in the morning to say uh, the employment of the uh, foreigners was designed only as a bridge uh, of uh, the, 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 I mean, to, 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 to bridge the gap of shortage of the skills. But now the drug driving in South Africa, we can all agree that it is not a scarce case. And a person who's uh, becoming employed... As you wrap up, please. Yes. A person who is employed, who is a foreigner, they need to only come and transfer a skill for a certain period. When that period has lapsed, they need to go back. So the trucking industry in South Africa is not a scarce case. Very well. Thank you so much, Proden. Much appreciated. Mandra in Windbeck, you have just squeezed in. Final call, indeed. Mandra. Without wasting of time, I think um, the previous caller just actually said it all. But then I just want to put meat in, in whatever that he has just said. Let's let's compare um, um, tangibles. I mean, we think there's two companies that I can pinpoint. Legend and... Um, um, what's the other one? Okay, let me say legend. Um, do yourself a favor. Maybe confront the owner of that business and ask how many foreigners Zimbabweans that are in the, uh, in, uh, he's actually hiring. This is not a scarce skill. And we understand that our black brothers that are coming from other African countries, they are also struggling. But fact of the matter is, South Africans first, who on earth you go to Zambia. Zambia, they were saying they, they don't want Nigerians because Nigerians, they are bringing things from um, China. Why can't we do it in South Africa? Why are we apologetic when we're supposed to defend the democracy that we fought for? Yes, the other African countries, they were helping us, but not at the expense of making sure that South Africans are getting hungry. We cannot afford that. Thank you, um, Songeka. Mandra, thank you so much. Memery, you want to respond to the callers? Yes, um... I would like to say to Colin that, you know, the, the statement that he has issued, um, he must just know that um, TASA is for the drivers, is for the South African drivers. And we are not saying, I've said it earlier on, I said we are not saying that we don't want foreign drivers, but we are saying that companies must employ at least 95%, but not 80% the way that they are doing now um, in this country. And we are saying that whatever that we do, we should not uh, close a gap with foreign drivers for the mere fact that uh, uh, South African drivers cannot be able to drive a, a vehicle or a truck. That is not accurate. And you should refrain from that statement. And we are not going to take that statement. And we don't agree with that statement. If he if he is that a, 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 a truck driver who is in South African is taking accidents, then he must ask you know a lot of TASA members because it's not happening in, in our space. And um, another point is, is about the, um, um, I think it's, it's, it's a, a den. Um, he, you know, he's, he's really quite correct. I think the guy that came on, I don't recall, um, the third corner, he also said that William. Uh, it's not a rescue, yes. Um, indeed, that's what we are saying, Tasa. We are saying that it's not a rescue. That's why we are engaging our members to say, um, for the past two years, we keep on singing the same thing to say, make sure that you don't, uh, um, uh, you know, make your ratio to be wrong. Uh, 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 a truck driver is not a rescue, but, you know, do not 
uh, compromise the South African drivers for foreign drivers. So what what we are saying tonight is that uh, we've had each and every person, and we are saying that the Department of Transport must not run away with these facts. They must not leave it as is, and they must not, um, you know, come back and say it's a criminal issue because a criminal will only steal a tire or steal a diesel or steal a truck and go. But, you know, here we are sitting with the employment issue and they need to come to table. The, the Minister of Labor must come to the table. They must not, you know, engage stakeholders. We sit in the meeting, uh, they, they say whatever that they say, we leave the door and nobody is doing anything about it. And we keep on saying that we'll come back to them. Let us make sure that we implement this thing. Let's regulate the tracking industry. Regulate, make sure that whoever that does wrong is being penalized. Uh, you know, for, for the wrong that they are doing. So that's what I'm saying. I'm really concerned with the statement of Colin. They are the people that are just, you know, making sure that this violence goes on and we, we cannot accept it. Final question in relation to this, and we only have literally 30 seconds. What happens to the truck driver at the border? One way or the other, in or out, what happens? What should happen? Look, what is the um, solution? You, you wouldn't find what is happening in South Africa in other African countries because they don't allow... Um, South African drivers, you know, to drive in, uh, in their, you know, countries. But what we are saying is that um, for us to find a solution, maybe we should engage with the with the with the, with the cross border, where we are saying that if maybe the uh, uh, material is going to another country, why don't we then uh, maybe send it with the with the uh, you know the driver of that country, vice uh, versa. When the person is in South Africa, they must be able to transport whatever goods internally. Uh, within South African uh, roads. Mary, thank you so much for your time. I am, fortunately, I have to cut it there. Ms. Mary Paddy is the president of the Truckers Association of the Republic of South Africa. It doesn't sound like we're getting any closer to where we need to be to try and avoid what is clearly a war that is taking place in such a critical industry that, for the most part, Af- intra-African trade is reliant on. The seas are not particularly that great in facilitating for that. The roads network is bad enough as it is, much less now, with a cu- or much more rather, with the kinds of challenges we are lamenting. Rail just about does not exist and we're talking about an African continental free trade agreement, and we're grappling with something as fundamental as this and worse. The trade within Africa takes that much longer. It could take three, four, five times as long to get something from South Africa to Zimbabwe as it would to get that product that is shipped from Durban to Zimbabwe, from China and or Japan to Durban at the port. We have got some serious considerations to work out as a nation because the rest of the world, you can be very sure, is not waiting. If anything, they are celebrating these kinds of challenges because in the absence of one, there's a presence of the other. 2133, good night, everybody.